listening to a presentation from Room 11. Alright, this next tune. What is this called? The turkey? Alright, this goes out to turkeys. And I know every one of y'all eat them every Thanksgiving. And we're about sick and tired. That was rad. Actually, it was the rad with their song 2020, actually written back in 2017 uh, after the 2016 election and looking ahead to the 2018 and 2020 elections. Guess what? 2020 is now. Here we are. 2020. What better song? Welcome to another installment of the Dorm 11 podcast. My name is Willie Carden, and I am thankful that we have uh radical g wait a minute what's your name back <laughs> that's good i like that this time radical g is good hey it's it's thanksgiving week you know we have a lot to be thankful for this week william all right what young, are you, th- what are you thankful for right off the bat let's go what are you thankful for right off the bat like for real for real thankful i'm uh i'm thankful so look i was a part of the moderna trial here in nashville tennessee with the wonderful scientists and medical professionals at vanderbilt university and it was, uh, they said it was 95% successful or 95% of the people who got the vaccine are now immune. And so I'm going to roll, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to roll those numbers and say that, uh, wait a minute, you got to tell us vaccine for what? Cause some oh, people for COVID. don't, oh, for, well, allegedly there's this thing people say is real called COVID. Yeah, man, I actually got the vaccine. Um, and, uh, The way I know is it was a placebo thing. You know, it was like a double blind um, study. But the second, the second shot that I got, I got like pretty sick, like with the flu type, you know, symptoms for about 36 hours or so, um, which is totally worth it. Like if people are worried about, you know, a lot of people are worried about the vaccine, but like, I don't know, you know, like they went through, this was stage three. And they'd done a lot of rigorous science before that. And I really trust all of those people that dedicate their lives to, to studying these things and uh, like really know what they're talking about a lot more than uh, random like Uncle Bob or dude on the internet. Um, and uh, yeah, I felt totally safe about the whole thing. And, um, and yeah, now I've got a, now I have a pretty good, Pretty good odds. They haven't told me yet, but they did say if you got sick on the second shot, that more than like, you know, they were like, you would know if you got the real one. And uh, I, I definitely had a fever and all that. So I think I got the real one. I mean, this does a lot to convince me that maybe COVID is a real thing. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far, man. I wouldn't go that far. It could okay. still just be a communist hoax. 2020! 
I, I can tell you that I am thankful that we are done with, well, I mean, maybe <laughs> not done according to some people, but I was going to say that uh, I've had about just about enough. I feel more bloated on politics than any Thanksgiving dinner I've ever eaten in my life. And that's saying Amen. a lot because yeah. I like to eat. Yep. Um, uh, we're nearing the end of the presidential election. Hopefully. <laughs> it's uh, it's November 24th today. And right. um, yeah, so it's been 21 days since the election. Right. Three, three weeks. There's like a crack in the armor of the, uh, of, of the Trump um, wall of delusion. But like we touched on in the podcast that didn't get recorded from yesterday. <laughs> uh, that was our best about, episode like, ever. <laughs> people yeah that's right if you're listening to this just know there was a there was a, a first uh the first run of this podcast did not get recorded because one of the two of us didn't hit the record button and i'll give you a hint i'll, I'll say it's the dumb one <laughs> it wasn't radical g no i'm saying that people were like people are saying you know it's like man i'll be glad when 2020 is over and what did i say yesterday uh, I think we were talking about that, like, you know, just because the number is over doesn't right. mean that, like, the mindset of 2020 will be over, right? Like, first. Yeah. What was it you said about 2020? Uh, I said if you're, if, you're hating, if you're hating your life right now, then you're probably still going to be hating it January 1st. <laughs> <laughs> like, seven weeks from now, it's not going to be instantly better. All right. So, well, so speaking of change, this is what we're going to do. I've, I've got a couple tunes here that I like to play, you know. Um, one, one of these is one of my favorite rap hip-hop groups of all time, Tribe Called Quest. The name of the album is We Got It From Here. Thank you for your service. And a lot of this album or the whole album was recorded before the presidential election was decided in 2016. It's an amazing record. This is called We the People, Tribe Called Quest. Fucking food, the ramen noodle. This simple voodoo is so maniacal, reliable to pull a juju. The irony is that this bad bitch in my lap, she don't tell me she make money, she don't study that. She gon' give it to me, ain't gon' tell me none of that. She gon' take the brain away the place she spit on that. Vidors and signs with it, don't try to rhyme with it. VH1 has a show that you can waste your time with. Guilty pleasure, take the edge off reality and pull a salary. I probably do that just sporadically. The OG Gucci boots are smitten with iguanas. In the hood, living in a fishbowl. Gentrify here, now it's not a shithole. Trend set up, I know my shit's cold. Hands set up because I ain't so bold. But yeah, all you black folks, you must go. All you Mexicans, you must go. And all you poor folks, you must go. Muslims and gays, boy, we hate your ways. In the smog 
of news media, the logs, false narratives of gods that came up against the odds. We're not just nigga rappers with the bars. It's kismet that we're cosmic with the stars. You bastards overlooking street art, better yet street smart, but you keep us off the chart. Some of the fucking numbers and your statisticians. Fuck y'all know about true competition. Just like the A.O. picture on there talking about he hitting. The only one who's hitting are the ones that's currently spitting. We got Jamissi Smitten rubbing on a little kitten. Dreaming up a world that's equal for women with no division. Huh. Boy, I tell you that's vision. Like Tony Romo when he hit and with The tribe be the best in a division. Shaheed Muhammad cut it with precision. Who can come back years later, still hit the shot? Still I'm trying to move you off the fucking block. Babylon blood clot. Two upon your head toss. Do you have an opinion on Tribe Called Quest? Uh, I mean, I love them, man. I've been listening to Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders a lot lately. And I just, that early 90s hip hop, especially East Coast coming out, you know, Brooklyn, that stuff was fantastic. I love it. I just love it. So I fell in love with Tribe Called Quest a long time ago. But man, I'm telling you, the scenario song and the yeah. video from the yeah. era with leaders of the new school, Busta Rhymes is on that track. Yeah. But I think he was only like 18 years old, 18 yeah. or 19 on that yeah. track. I think I was actually watching that video just the other day and they are babies. Like they look like high school kids. It's pretty amazing actually. Yeah. So uh, anyway, back in the days when I was a teenager, before I had status and before I had pager, that's yeah. when I was listening to Tribe Called Quest. It came out in 1991. Yeah, and oh, Buster wow. Rhymes was 19 years old when that song was released. I mean, you compare that to like Run DMC and uh, and and the Fat Boys and stuff was. I mean, that was not that much earlier. And it feels light years ahead in, um, in, in like the history or the scope of hip hop, right? Yeah. Um, speaking of artists that have been around a long time, um, continuing that theme, there's another song I wanted to play by a band called Super Chunk. You ever heard Super of Super Chunk? Chunk? I've, I've heard of Super Chunk a little bit. Yeah. Were they on yeah. Merge Records, I believe? Yeah, Merge Records, Founders. They were inspired to record an album after the 2016 election. And the title track from that album is called What a Time to Be Alive, the name of the album and the song. And this is Super Chunk with What a Time to Be Alive. Some kind. 
And that was Super Chunk. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's like uh, these unprecedented times. 2020! Unprecedented. But unprecedented if you think times. that in seven weeks that everything's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the general theme of this podcast today is going to be like, you don't have anything to look forward to. <laughs> Thanksgiving gratitude. Thanksgiving, you're gonna go home and you're gonna get your mima sick. <laughs> hey man, what do you think about Chevy trucks? <laughs> Chevy, Dude, Chevy sucks, man. Dude, okay, look, man. Okay, look, the Chevy Camaro is one of the greatest. I mean, bitch and Camaro. I mean, that's one of the best. The best cars of all time. So if we're talking strictly trucks here, you know I have a uh, a little nineteen. Uh, no, it's not a nineteen. It's a two thousand and one um, Chevy S ten that has a six foot bed, uh, which most of these big ass trucks with four doors these days don't have a six foot bed. And I can also uh, I got your six foot bed. <laughs> I need that six foot bed, buddy. And. Uh, I can, uh, I can also drive through traffic and park it. The other thing about Chevys is that my bitch in El Camino is a Chevy. So you don't need to be starting shit about Chevys here, mister. Um, Willie, did I tell you, man, I was, uh, I was on Ancestry.com. And I'd always suspected, you know, we, we both have like long... Um, Long, you know, lines of people living in the South. No, right? Don't pull this. Don't pull me into your <laughs> Confederate heritage background. I've always suspected, right? I always assumed that somebody in all of my different grandparents' uh, lineage, you know, fought in the, in the uh, Civil War on the side of the Confederates. And I never, I could never find it anywhere. And I found this dipshit. His name is Dennis Sullivan, okay? So dude came over here from Ireland, first of all. And then he was, he was here in town. He signed up for, um, to be in the infantry. He was from Nashville. And he went right to Fort Donaldson, where he promptly uh, lost a battle and was arrested and was, uh, was, was Sent back to Ireland. He was captured. No, that's what's even weird. They took him up to Chicago for a while. And then they sent him down, back down to the south, where he joined up again and went out to some battle near uh, Lookout Mountain where he lost a second time and was captured a second time. So um, well, that's, you know the, you, that's, you know that's the, a true Confederate heritage right well, there. I was going to say, the, the South did lose the war. They did lose the war. <laughs> and, my, and my one Confederate, uh, Confederate ancestor lost twice. So I'm thinking about joining the Sons of the Confederacy. And- 2020! On this podcast, we and we talk about a lot of things, and that's okay. We can do whatever we want. You can have your own podcast, and you can do whatever you want on your podcast. Yep. Yep, that's it, man. A little something for everybody, and uh, a, a little something for everybody to dislike. 20 years ago, but there was a band, and they were called Bearcat. Now, I looked on, Sound, yeah, I looked on SoundCloud, and there are other Bearcats, but they're not Bearcat. Um, other people can attempt to be the Bearcat, but there's only one Bearcat. Speaking of which, Cincinnati Bearcats are like undefeated in their football season. Random side note. Is uh, that a real thing? That's a team? 
Yeah. And I've always actually, so, you know, my mom was, was born outside of Cincinnati. You and I have oh, been yeah. to, you know, Cincinnati, my mom's buried right there in Cincinnati. And so I've always kind of like paid attention to the Cincinnati Bearcats. Plus yeah. they're the Bearcats, right? Like no, they're it's amazing. the best name ever. Yeah. It's the best name ever. And um, anyway, if you want to look up like what a Bearcat is, I can't remember the um scientific name for the bear cat but it's like a it is an asian um it, it comes from oh man i can't remember i read this not that long ago but it's like asian descent it's really interesting it it looks a little bit like a raccoon uh, you can and 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 a cat and you can huh. kind of see why why people are, it's a bear cat look at that thing i mean honestly when you say raccoon that's kind of a bear cat you know yeah like a little yeah. tiny one interesting yeah so there is an... I heard there was a band that was better than Bearcat um, yeah, called gonna, Soul Jam or something we'll, like that. Yeah, we'll get over to Soul Jam in All just right. a minute. But Bearcat, here's the deal. There is a university in Florence, Alabama, the University of North Alabama, and they have a music program, plug, plug, with a studio and everything, and um, graduated from that university. And when I was there, I recorded this band in the studio there. Oh, with Steve Albini, right? Wasn't Steve Steve Albini there? (laughs) He was an uh, apprentice under me at the time. Yeah. And um, anyway, so Bearcat came in the studio one night, and I recorded this album that's never been released. We're transitioning here into our holiday theme, and we've got this song that Bearcat wrote. It's called Down to the Mud. And it's a, man, it's a, it's a doozy of a song. We were talking about earlier off air about family and people getting along and this and that. And sometimes to settle your differences, what do you got to do? You just got to, you just got to take it down to the mud. Oh yeah. So let's give that a listen. This is um, unreleased Bearcat, the name of the song, Down to the Mud.
actually heard that song, have you? Uh, I just heard it right now, and it was bitching. Uh, <laughs> really want to play something Christmassy right now, just to get it started, right? To kick it off. Oh, yeah, kick it and off. And I've got court. this. So um, up in Nashville, there is this wonderful store called Grimey's Record Store, and I picked up this William Shatner limited edition red vinyl Christmas record, man. Shatner Claus, the Christmas album. That's right, man. And you know who else loves the Shat? Henry Rollins. Henry Henry Rollins Rollins loves the Shat. Henry Rollins. So I think we should, I actually, uh, Confederate G picked a, chose this song, (laughs) (laughs) chose which song to play off this album. This is Jingle Bells featuring Henry Rollins from William Shatner, Shatner Claus Christmas album. through the snow on the one-horse open sleigh or the fields we go laughing all the way belt on bobtail ring making spirits bright what fun it is to laugh and sing the sleighs on tonight jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh jingle bells jingle bells jingle all the way oh what fun it is to ride in a one horse open sleigh a day or two ago i thought i'd take a ride and soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side. The horse was lean and lank. Misfortune seemed as lot. We got to do a drifted bank and then we got upset. All right, so check it out. If you want to help support Dorm 11 and what we have going on, please check out our website at dorm11.org. We do have t-shirts, records, some other merch for sale. Also, we are on Patreon, and if you want to be part of our Patreon family, you can go to patreon.com slash dorm11. 
And for as little as a dollar a month, you can be part of the family and check out the options on there with what you get in return. Also, if you have any questions or listener questions, if you listen to this podcast, please email us at dorm11, 11 spelled out, at gmail.com and just put in your heading listener questions. That would be dope. Would love to hear from you. What about Henry Rollins? Well, remember when we, t- we got to go see him at the Marathon Motorworks doing his spoken word stuff? Yeah, man. What'd you that think was of fantastic. that? fantastic. I thought it was, I mean, way more eloquent and entertaining than I even really expected him to be. Um, I mean, yeah, you expect had- like seeing him talk about other things. I went into it thinking like, this is probably going to be good. But anytime you go in to see a musician or somebody doing like a sit down. Yeah event i'm i'm always a little bit apprehensive like i don't want to be disappointed from this no he's fantastic so i got to see him there was this little club probably kind of like dorm 11 in uh in california called uh one step beyond and it was i don't know if it was officially all ages but i started going there when i was around 13 um and they would they'd let you in they'd they'd talk some shit they'd make fun of you but they'd still let you in and uh, i got to see rollins band probably in like 89 or 90 there and uh i mean it was just a killer show super killer show i remember him doing family man you know that song Mm -hmm. family man family man with your well-stocked garage and yeah (laughs) it was awesome and all your vespa scooters all your vespa scooters do you still have all you still have all those like engines like those you know i was gonna say i was gonna say i've got so many cases of just random parts that i kind of want to just give you to put in dorm 11 because uh you could hang them on the wall and they could fall on people (laughs) anybody there are going to be a few people that listen to this that recognize something in the title that says thanksgiving thanks for nothing yeah and you know, we know where this is headed. And you mentioned Soul Jam. So before there was Bearcat, there was Soul Jam. Before there was a music scene, there was Soul Jam. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to know the Soul Jam story, man. Back in the, you know, mid, late 90s, there was this giant, you probably remember this. It's like, Hardcore music, hardcore punk, you know, this scene just kept, seemed like it exploded. It was like a different kind of hard, like I used to think of hardcore like Minor Threat was hardcore. Yeah. Right? Like in the 80s, like, you yeah, know, absolutely. Black Flag, Minor Threat, like that was hardcore. But this new, you know, this hardcore that was that was blowing up was this like, what did they call it? Post-hardcore? I mean, what was the official, do you even remember? I don't remember this. I mean, it's just hard. I mean. It was just hardcore. And it's still that way. I mean, it's still, I I guess, you know. So anyway, so, but at the shows, people would be showing up, you know, and it was like, everybody had on their hoodies, you know. It's like, got my hood (laughs) up. And, you know. I I love the nonconformist uniform, right? Right, right. It's like, you got your hood up and you've got your, like, set, you know, like, your area code with your, like, X's, you know what I mean? To be like, (laughs) 615, you know, represent and, and all this. And all the bands where they were like these, one word band names, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well, and I remember I was in Atlanta. This was so funny. So some bands crossed over. This is going way deeper, but it's kind of interesting. 
to 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 reminisce about. So I was in Atlanta seeing Sunny Day Real Estate play. Nice. Like Sunny Day Real yeah, Estate. Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, and so they had, you know, they attracted a wide range of people. And there were a lot of hardcore kids. <laughs> hardcore kids. <laughs> hardcore, that's what they call them. The hardcore these, kids. They're oh, like no, these, these the like smoking kids. babies with knives. And, right. uh, um, was Sunny Day Real Estate, were they on Sub Pop? Yeah, they were on Sub Pop. Yeah. And they are amazing. Yeah. Which, you know, then William Goldsmith, when Goldsmith, you know, he then was drummed for the Foo Fighters early on. I didn't know that. Yeah. Before their current drummer. But anyway, I love Sunny Day Real Estate. Um, got to meet those guys and talk to them. But, my, but where I was going with the hardcore thing is like the attitude that kind of seemed like it went along with it. And at this Sunny Day Real Estate show from Birmingham, Alabama, there were people at this Atlanta show, the Sunday real estate show, and they were not letting the rival hardcore people dance. And it was because the Birmingham people wouldn't let the Atlanta people dance at a different show. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like about to have a gang fight over <laughs> hardcore dancing. This is, this is the lamest thing ever. And stuff. Yeah, oh. I know, it was weird. But also, you know, young, dumb people. Yep. Do things. I mean, I'm glad we never did dumb. I never did anything. Young, I don't know anything about. I that, would never but... get into anything like that. No. Uh, no. <laughs> so back to Soul Jam. Like my buddy was in the band Discontent, and they were totally like a hardcore, more traditional, like you know, uh, minor threat. But they were a hardcore band. Yeah. And anyway, so we got together and we were just like, what if we made up these like three chord, it was all just a joke. Oh, and yeah. we like put on our hoods and we were going to make up these songs that were like yeah. super heavy about the most insane, you know, things. Yeah. And somewhere along the lines, somebody came up with this song, the turkey song. Awesome. And it is about Thanksgiving turkeys, and but it's like from the turkey's point of view. Like, you know, like, what about all those turkeys that are slaughtered? What about them? So from this June show, the first show, I believe this was the first show that Soul Jam played. And Soul Jam was opening up for Kill Devil Hills at Dorm 11, the old Dorm 11 in Florence. I borrowed a Telecaster guitar. (laughs) We weren't set. We weren't planning on playing. We were like, oh, okay, we'll jump on this bill. And so... Anyway, borrowed this Telecaster guitar that was maybe out of tune or maybe I didn't know how to play it or maybe I was laughing too hard. Um, anyway, here it goes. Soul Jam. Uh, Soul Jam, June 1999, The Turkey Song, live from Dorm 11, Old Dorm 11, Florence, Alabama. Here it goes. Play this next tune. What is this called, The Turkey? All right, this goes out to turkeys. And I know every one of y'all eat them every Thanksgiving. So we're about sick and tired.
around every year. He's a turkey. Thanks for nothing. All right, that wraps up another edition of the Dorm 11 podcast. I want to give a special thanks to Radical G for joining us via Zoom call. If you have any questions about any of the music or any other type of questions about our show or Dorm 11, please email us, dormeleven at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram at elevendorm at 11dorm. And please check out our website, dorm 11 Org. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Muscle strolls. I don't know anything about <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>